Welcome to the War on Weakness. This is episode number 18. In today's episode, I sit down with a co-worker of mine. He's a trainer here at Viking Strength. His name is Marcus Lamb. We were going to sit down and we were going to talk about the football. We were going to talk about sports performance. We were going to talk about how to be faster, how to be stronger, how to be all these great things. And we covered none of that. What I have been doing lately as I learn how to do this casting of the pods, so to speak. So I'll turn the microphone on uh, and start recording as soon as we start bullshitting, essentially. I found that it allows the guests to kind of warm up a bit to the fact that they're talking into a microphone and that they have headphones on and that they know they're being recorded. I mean, unless you've ever done this before, it's quite nerve-wracking to have it happen the first time. So anyway, I turn this podcast on and we're just going to go over you know go over how to get everything set up and what to expect and we start talking and before I know it our little intro that we were going to just start bullshitting about turned into a two-hour podcast or an hour and a half I guess and we talked nothing about football we talked zero about strength and conditioning Actually, we didn't talk about anything gym-related. We went into the weeds pretty quick, because that's what Marcus and I tend to do. Um, For those of you that don't know Marcus, he is a black man from Toronto. Now, I don't say that as a discriminatory piece. Discriminatory piece? It's just, that's what he is. And when we get talking, we don't talk about the weather. We talk about some pretty deep shit, and we both, I believe, from my one-sided point of view, have the ability to try to understand what the hell's going on with this world, because I think that both of us kind of live in a different spot, you know what I mean, mentally and stuff, just at what we've experienced throughout the years, and, you know, I respect Marcus a lot, I hope. He would say the same thing. So when we get into these conversations, there is the, uh, there's a very dark humor that goes into it is, uh, you know, we're just a couple dudes at the end of the day and just talking dude shit. So when that happens, some of this stuff goes off the rails and you're going to see that right away instantly. But please bear with this because there is an under tone to this whole thing that I think it's good. Um, I hope you think it's good. Maybe you're going to think that it's terrible and that, you know, it's awful what we talk about. And if it's good, I mean, welcome to, you know, tough conversations, I guess. I don't think they're that tough. They're just, you know, we're just talking about the elephant in the room a lot of times. So without further ado, Please listen to this. Like I said, there's no fancy intro. There's no, you're going to step right into us just bullshitting. And it's going to happen. It's going to just continue that way for an hour and a half. So get your fucking popcorn, sit back and enjoy.
There we go. Yeah, everybody bring it back now. You're getting good at this, huh? Right. I've been done a few. <laughs> MC Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> PC Tanner. <laughs> Podcast. There we go. What's MC stand for? Master of Ceremonies? Master of Ceremonies, yes. Where the hell did they come up with that? You know what? Uh, that I was like it's, a, it's a rapper hip-hop. thing, yeah, isn't it? Like a yeah. rap, rap, rapper thing, but you can use that for pretty much anything. It might not even have been uh, from hip hop first. Okay. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if this got started with like a disco or something like yeah. that. Cause it's just about the person that's actually controlling the room when the, everybody's partying yeah. or whatever. Almost the, 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 the master of the ceremony. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I know they've, they've had DJs before hip hop. Right. Yeah. Like in disco area and era and everything. So, well, like a, yeah. Like, well, a DJ, like even on the radio, they were disc jockeys. Yeah. Yeah, like that yeah. was like the original disc jockey I think was on the yeah. radio. Yeah. So which is yeah. That'd have been a sick gig in like the seventies. Just to be like a rock radio guy. Well yeah, nobody knows who you are, but you're the you're the one voice that yeah. everybody hears. It's funny because in town here, like even like the the radio guys or the um like even like TV guys or whatever. Yeah. When yeah. you don't have any other so they're almost like um, a version of the, like, uh, what would you say, like, Instagram or like, f- like TikTok or whatever. No, they're the celebrities. Yeah, you're they're a celebrity, but then you meet them and they're complete fucking douchebags. Yeah, yeah. I don't not watch. All of them, but. I don't watch anything or listen to any type of media from Lloydminster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. It's, nope. it's you know, honestly, I, it's way too small. Like, I gotta, I like listening to stuff that affects, like, large groups of mm. people, right? If I listen fucking to, socialist. If I listen to one, something that's <laughs> happening in one little town, like, I'm only finding out what's happening here, and I yeah. don't know what's happening on the the other side of, like, it's yeah, yeah. easier, it's easier for you to get lost in one message if you only listen to that. And it's, it's also way easier to get that information now. Yeah. Like exactly. it used to be like before the internet, we had like in this area, you yeah. had the local TV station yeah. and the local radio station. Yeah. That's it. If you wanted to learn anything else, like we didn't have cable. So that's how isolated it was. Like oh, I never wow. ever saw like you'd see the national news on on TV, but it would be at like ten o'clock at night. Yeah, so see, you only get one voice with that, and it's and it's not it's not about listening to the to other voices or or voices from different places because they're smarter or they know something. Yeah, it's just I really like hearing uh, the other side of the coin. Like yeah, I want to hear all the the opinions. I want to hear all the conversations, and then that way I can form my own. Yeah, you know, if I'm only listening to what's happening in Lloyd, like it's a uh, it's. Very conservative viewership here. Yeah, bring the microphone just in front of your face. Oh, there you go. Not a bad thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's one voice. That is. You know. I I believe they call it an echo chamber. An echo chamber. When you only hear one voice. Okay. That's what I'm in right now. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's literally (laughs) what I'm in right now. Yeah. Well, that's the way everything is right now. Is you create your own echo chamber nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, online, well, yeah, we get to choose. We get to choose who we're following yeah. and everything too. So you can choose to have a bias and like only hear that. Voice it is, and I know. think that the internet also chooses it for you. Oh, that's that's you know true I mean? as well. Like the algorithms, yeah, to a certain yeah. extent. Like I watch like on my computer or on my phone or whatever. It's always I'll watch something, and then there's just 
everything just echoes After like that that, yeah, that yeah. one idea yeah but youtube do you do? does that pretty good for oh, you oh god you know it's crazy football season starts i'll watch you know like one sports podcast yeah and then everything on my list is have you seen that. on youtube is this on maybe it's just mine but is there like this are you gay quiz coming up on your youtube all the I time i haven't seen that what's why is that in your algorithm i don't know that's what i'm trying to wonder <laughs> like maybe i'm fucking maybe i'm gay or some tendency i know right it's that's what i that's the first thing i thought is like am i giving off like gay vibes on the fucking youtube <laughs> like i've googled i've youtube guys making out like five times maybe <laughs> and now all of a sudden it's asking me if i'm fucking gay all the time so <laughs> you're fucking killing it's me. bullshit no seriously though um there's a it keeps at, like there's a are you gay quiz uh, that why keeps would they do a quiz on that <sighs> right like that's the thing is it's that to me is that's dangerous is what it is not saying there's anything wrong with gay but i i don't like it but whatever um but the thing is, is you get some kid, right? Because I, I, I should have opened it just to see. But then I was like, listen, if I open this to see, then the fucking internet thinks I'm gay. I'm just going to get fucking bombarded with gay shit. Now. Like literally gay shit. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, so I didn't open it. But yeah. I'm assuming that it's a steering idea. Like if, if there's a survey that says, are you gay? I'm assuming that it's biased at the end is to determine if you're gay or not. No, which means, I mean, yeah. So what I'm thinking is, so some kid has a bad fucking day at school. He's feeling all fucking depressed and not feeling right. One of the kids called him gay. Yeah. He's like, you're gay. It's like, what? And then he goes home and he opens up YouTube and he like clicks. And I mean, it could be things like, do you feel social anxiety? It's like, yeah, right now. It's like, do you feel left out? Yeah, right now. It's like, you're fucking gay. He's like, I'm fucking gay. Next thing you know, this kid's gay and he's not even gay. (laughs) It's just I want to be part of something. I, I I will say as a as a straight guy, there's never been a time in my life where I've sat there and pondered your sexuality. It was, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a mystery of the universe. I had to go to the internet yeah. to, to figure out. Um, I think it's kind of sad if you have to do that quiz. Like if you're looking at that button and being like, yeah. you know what, I need to figure this out. Right. I mean, I, it's not my experience. I guess some some people have gone through that experience though, where they're questioning yeah, themselves. So. I guess I don't know, dude. It's like I don't know. I I can't. I think to me, it's a fitting in idea. Like I wanted to join the fucking Hell's Angels when I was like eighteen years old because it's like this would be fucking fun. This would be a badass group, and it would be a bunch of guys you trust because is that the you same? Know, the same thought that, <laughs> that the kids are having when they're clicking this like well that's i mean it's like you're confused and lost and want to fit in somewhere and this might be and even i like the guy that wrote those books on the shelf right there is named jack donovan from what i understand is not straight from all accounts of okay. whatever i can't speak for him however of all accounts he's not straight but he won't consider himself gay because he said gay from and i'm quote quoting this lightly from what i've read is that gay is a culture, not a sexual thing, right? So what he's saying is like, if you don't see straight people running around screaming that they're straight, okay, of course, right? It's a, it's so a, it's so why so why would you run around screaming that you're gay? Because you're the minority, I guess, right? Because you want to be recognized yeah. for something. Because you're like, I'm not, 
I'm not worthy of your fucking whatever. So they go out and there's actually a culture of like, you know, I'm sitting here one day and straight as a fucking arrow. The next day I decide I gay and then I start talking like this. And I'm like, it's all of a sudden I've got this fucking new persona. But, but that's not that's not every gay person. No, they're, they're, you know, but they're I would gay, say there are gay people that you'll meet and they'll talk just like you. Absolutely. And you and myself, so right? then I'm like, OK, maybe you're actually because here's the thing is. It's. It doesn't matter who you choose to be with. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's you shouldn't have to identify with your sexual orientation. It should be part of who you are. So now, if you do have to identify with it, when you is say it real? identify with it, what do you mean exactly? Like, like create you what? as the like. So here's the thing. Like I said, you don't run around saying I'm straight. Yeah, you just that's what you are. Yeah, right. So if you were just gay. You wouldn't have to run around identifying as a gay person. You'd just be gay. You'd just go home to your husband and or wife, whatever you are, and just be like, hey, life is no different. It's just I choose to be with a person of the same sex. Oh, okay. you, you wouldn't run no, around. It's, 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 uh, you wouldn't it's run a, around being like, look at me, I'm gay, because you'd be like, well, then are you? Or are you just looking for attention? Well, that's, that's an interesting concept, because you get the same thing with, uh, with race. Right. Right. Like you're like I was I, we had a conversation the other day when I was saying like, hey, for you, you don't walk into you don't walk through life reminding yourself that you're white. Whereas no. for me, everywhere that I go, there's a reminder that I'm black. Right? right. And it's like you don't quite if you if you've never gone through it, you don't exactly understand what it what that means. But like when you're when you identify as something. So like I would identify as a black man, of course. Yeah. Then. Everywhere that I go out here in Alberta, yeah. where there's like very limited black people, mm-hmm. I will notice that, oh, shoot, like this isn't me, <laughs> you right. know, like even being in the being in the gym, for example. Yeah, it's Viking. Everything <laughs> <laughs> like literally everything in here has, is white, is white, as white as white as, yeah. as, as it could go. Except for right? the fucking music you left on. No, that's day. exactly, exactly. Even that, even that. Right. So if, if it's me controlling the, the music, I'm going to play something different. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like think it's little things like that where like that I identify with uh, it's it's a way that I identify my culture. Right. Yeah. Like listening to hip hop music. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, right. So I will constantly remind myself of that i think maybe that's what gay people, gay people are having to maybe. go through right like they everywhere they go they're being told that they're not normal right right so they take it upon themselves to say hey you know what in order for me to communicate with people that i am this way and you should just deal with it yeah i'll let you know that this is who yeah. i am and, see and then i know, guess it depends on then right and we've had this discussion lots What's the desired outcome? Is it to all be is it to all be equal and all be just so like is it easier so if I go like and there's the thing I might go like I've told you this I could go into like I don't know downtown Atlanta I think mm-hmm. is what I said the other day. And am I going to walk around being like holy fuck am I ever white? If that's a because it's a very black community. You, you definitely notice. I probably notice. <laughs> you definitely notice. Right? But at the same time too is I guess for me personally, mm-hmm. I can't speak for everybody else, but if I'm going into that situation, and I've you notice this with sports teams when, like I was, uh, I played on some sports teams that were all city guys when I was younger, and I was from like town twenty nine people, yeah, and then I was fucking north of there, fucking ten miles, so 
complete isolation. Well, when I went in there, I was an outsider, big time. My culture of everything I did was completely different, yeah. right? Because these guys are city guys. I mean, they were like 15 years ahead on what was cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so if I walk into Atlanta and I'm trying to, and I ask myself, okay, why am I here? So maybe it's to uh, go work in that area of the world, right? So I choose to be there or maybe I'm forced to be there, whatever it is. I ask myself, and this is me personally, is I'm going to ask myself, what is what do I want to get out of being here? So if it's I want to build relationships with these people and I want to be successful, I am not going to run around yelling at them that I'm white and that they have to treat me different. I'm going to run around. I'm not going to walk around and be like, help me to understand how to fucking fit in here yeah. because I'm here right now. I don't know if that's a good example or not. But what I'm saying is the best way to piss those motherfuckers off would be to run around being like, I'm white. Treat me different. Treat me the same. It's like, well, if you just shut the fuck up and and if I just shut the fuck up and just tried to kind of absorb in and yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And you do that like extremely well here. Well, the, there's like you're not trying to come in and tell me how to live my life. I'm not trying to tell you. It's yeah. just, you know, we've had these conversations and, and you'll say shit. And I'm like, oh, OK. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the whole thing is, are you getting from the point where you're silent to where you're screaming that this is who mm-hmm. you are? Are you jumping from A to B like that? Or yeah. is it a gradual thing? I can I can uh, understand if somebody's trying to let you know, like if somebody came in and said, hey, you know what? Um, I'm gay, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then you reacted and you're like, yeah. You yeah. know, if you did if you did that and you're yeah. kind of like ostracizing them, that I can understand them coming back and being like, "Hey, I'm gay. Like, I'm I'm a human being. Yeah. You know, just accept me." For so sure. if if it gets to that point where they feel like you're not hearing them or you're still treating them differently mm-hmm. just because they're gay, then I can understand why they'll For sure. they'll raise that voice up, right? Because I think you know the same. You'll see that with pretty much every group that feels marginal, marginalized. Mm-hmm. They'll at some point when you hear them screaming, and you're at that point where you're like, "Whoa, stop screaming at me!" Yeah, they're saying, "Hey, for the last like 50 years, I've been trying to tell you for sure. <laughs> and you're not hearing me." Like I, I, I'm probably not smart enough to understand the whole systemic piece of the whole issue. But it's comp. It's it's it, very it's it very is. complicated. I think um, that everybody though it needs to just understand what what are we trying to do here? Are we all trying to be victimized or are we just trying to win right like and then from there decide what's going to be the best course of action well that victimization I, I is never going to be the answer i don't think you're going to get people uniform to no. to decide whether they want to be victims or wh- whether Not they want to be victors that that's a that's a mentality that's very personal mm-hmm. some people walk through life and they take every opportunity to think that the world is just crushing them absolutely and then there are some people that could be in the exact same situation like they might live next door to you and they're going to do everything they can to make whatever type of life that they want right and you know i I wish that that i could you know push a button or snap my fingers Mm -hmm. and everybody would be like hey i'm gonna try to win i'm gonna yeah figure this shit out right but it's it's, not gonna it's not the way it is no especially not in a socialist country like ours (laughs) you know what i mean look it is it's you're you're stronger if you're weak nowadays you know, you have more. You have a lot more uh, support. Yeah, you have, you a, have a stronger voice too. Yeah, yeah, way stronger voice. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's it's one of the things that I've realized more and more being out here. It's it's you're 
uh, dealing with a group of people that are in isolation and that didn't necessarily have the the loudest voice, so they had to kind of make their own way. Yeah, like you guys have had to to cultivate your own society, and because of that, um, you guys don't really like change. Like you guys have a way of doing things, and that's the way that you yeah like, want to live. Like you figured out a way to support yourselves and become and become people where you have a whole bunch of millionaires in in a small yeah. area, and they're the communities all you know supporting each other. Whereas in a uh, in areas where, as you say, there's more socialists, yeah, right, or, or you know, liberals or Marxist whatever you want to say, is whatever what they you want to say, yeah, um, those people haven't had as much support, or they haven't figured out how to make a way for themselves. So it's because they're they, gonna, they're yeah, gonna, because they're socialists. It's it could you know also be I mean? it could also be because they just got here. Oh sure, because that's the other thing too. You'll find you'll find a lot like, of people. Are you speaking that are, about people out here that are in groups, or are you talking about people like say in Toronto or or Ottawa or Vancouver? I'm, I'm, you that know are what? More I'm, socialist. I'm attitude. thinking. I'm thinking uh, across the board because I've lived in different places in right. in the country, and every and every time I find that I'm speaking to somebody that has a, a more liberal identity, mm-hmm. it's usually because they're they have a background where they feel they weren't supported or where they didn't have an enough to make a way for themselves hmm. right you can find you can find conservatives out of uh out of in toronto well, for sure but those can. are those are people that are usually like okay i'm trying to be an entrepreneur i'm you yeah. know i believe in big business thing, things like mm-hmm. that whereas there's a whole group of people that are like you know what Maybe I don't have a, a a career where I'm making the most amount of money, or maybe I feel that you know we're talking about like marginalized groups, mm-hmm. where, you know, whether it's gay or or whether it's uh, being black or you know sure. whatever. If you feel like hey hey society as a whole isn't supporting where I'm trying to go, they'll they'll also look for support. They'll look for other people that are like hey I agree with you. You know also I'll, I'll support you and we can yeah. go forward like this and. It, I guess it gives you a little bit more comfort in that it, sense. It's weird because we're actually, I'm, I like to be, you know, I, I don't seem like it to people, but I try to be open to the both ways, right? Yeah. So, I, I will definitely stand up and say, after all the conversations that we've had, and I know you're a very opinionated person, <laughs> and like we don't always have the same opinion on things, but we will have long conversations because we don't get, you know, and you you do a very good job of this, and I'm the same way. Yeah. Where we don't hear somebody's opinion and then take offense to it. Be mm-hmm. like, I can't, I can't hear this. I can't consider it. Right. You know. Well, and I'll do it. Like if if you came in to this gym, you know, full guns a blazing towards, you know, stuff that we don't respect around here. Right, and that has nothing to do with the fact you're black or not. Just anybody. Yeah, yeah. You don't get a chance to explain your side because you're just a dick, and we don't. I'm not going to listen, mm-hmm. right? But if somebody comes in respectful and open, like the reason why you and I can have conversations about that is because there's a respect both ways. Yeah, yeah. But if there wasn't, then you, it, it it would be a fight, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm noticing, like I said, right now, as far as the marginalization goes. Um, I'm somebody that refuses to be a uh, experiment of the government with this whole vaccine thing. Mm-hmm. That's my decision. And if people want to get it, good. But what I'm already noticing is like 40s level segregation starting mm-hmm. where kind of like the thing, like there was at one point, and this is a great example, 
maybe, maybe not in the greatest taste, but it's an example of like black people not being able to use a water fountain the white people use mm-hmm. in the States. Well, we're not far away from that in Canada of saying, if you have a vaccine, you can wear, you can use this, you can use this water fountain. And if you don't have one, you can't use it. Like yeah, that, like we're it's, getting. It's, in, it's insane to, to think that there are going to be some areas of the country where you can't go into a restaurant and sit down. Exactly. Or you can't go to a grocery store or can't right. go watch a movie, something like that. So yeah. I can now start to feel the, you know, and I think about, like, I think about guys like you when, when these things happen because I've listened to what you've said in the past of like, okay, like this is the way it seems when, when like you said, like you, you walk around and you're like, like everybody's white, <laughs> I'm fucking black. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you just are because of the contrast, like yeah. literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, you, I, I kind of am, you know, I, I didn't wear a mask for the entire fucking COVID thing. Like yeah. not once. Or I did at the start, sorry. Then I realized it was a fucking big joke, so I stopped wearing one. And and I mean the mask being the joke because they don't fucking do anything. Yeah, they don't um, do anything. Not saying the COVID was because there's a lot of people that say that they know people that have been sick. I just don't. But um, they, you know, I got looked at different. You know, I, I, like when I walked into a store, I was like, I'm the guy without a mask on. Yeah. Right? Now, it's different because, and maybe it's not, but that didn't bother me because I'm like, you guys are all fucking pussies. So I'm not coming in feeling like a victim. I'm feeling like the only one in there not a victim. So maybe that's different yeah, in that you respect. Were, you were one of the first people to, at least that I was seeing, to, to really say, you know what, I don't think there's this makes sense, the mm-hmm. way this is being handled or marketed or anything yeah. like that, and then you completely went against it. Yeah. Um, for most people, there was a, a period where there was so much... Uh, uncertainty like yeah. you just had no idea yeah. if this thing was real how dangerous it was because again the way it was being reported and for when they just shut down the world all yeah. of a sudden yeah, yeah. you're like there has to be a reason that this is happening right yeah. right so there's there's definitely a period of time where everybody was kind of like okay you got to be careful mm-hmm. I, like my experience was was different f- from yours just because i was still working yeah right so i was I was working every single day and seeing whoever would come in or whatever case may be. So like I saw how the world shrunk down, but I, I still got to be on the front lines in the center. Yeah, yeah. Like I was considered an essential worker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> working in the store. Yeah. Selling <laughs> right? work boots. Selling work boots. <laughs> and, I'm, have to and, stay home. and I'm an, and I'm an essential worker. Yeah. Right? So my perspective on it started getting built as I was just like going to work every day and like nothing was changing for me except I was seeing less people, Yeah, you know? And I was also thinking about, okay, so if there's a, well, I'll call this like a plague because essentially that's kind of how, well, that's what they sold it as. If if it's, this is a plague that I should be seeing people, more people getting it, Yeah, you know, like the plagues of old people would be dying on the streets (laughs) and whatnot. Well, they never, but the deads. Yeah. Yeah. And and I understand it's a different times now, so it won't be exactly like that. But yeah, I would think death on my is death, I would think on my street or in my neighborhood, I would have heard of two or three people that were like, "Oh, yeah. we got this," and they're, they're gone now. Yeah, you know, and where it would have hit home. Yeah. Whereas, not not saying that I didn't know anybody that got it, I definitely definitely did. Yeah. And uh, but the vast majority of people were like, "Oh yeah, it was like a cold," and then yeah. And if you're healthy, healthy, you're fine. Yeah. 
Like that's the one thing that that gets overlooked in this whole thing is, and we can talk about this because we're both, I consider ourselves strong, healthy men. And, and I find that the loudest group out there are the people that are the highest risk and they're not at high risk because of me not getting vaccinated or me not wearing, they're, they're at high risk because they're weak and fat is what it is. Because of their own choices. Because of their choices, I'm required to go do something that is completely experimental. I'm supposed to inject my body with something to try to protect fucking weak people. And I think that that is disturbing. I think it's absolutely... And here's the thing, and, and you can inject me all you want. Go for it. But if you go anywhere near my kid, I start fucking people up. That's where that's where the line's drawn. And because and, and my I'm not responsible... For some big fat fucking stupid bitch sitting at home scared. That's her fault because it's 80 per 78 percent of people hospitalized are obese. Yeah, they have or underlying health. Yeah, yeah. but and it, they, it's directly linked to overweight, obese, 78 percent in the state. That comes from the CDC. That's not just me making up okay. numbers. That was actually reported. And if you go on the Alberta site, um, it shows the same stats. It's all, you know, health, like choice related, health choice related um, co- comorbidities. That's what's killing people. So we have a problem. It's just not COVID. Our problem is people that have decided that health isn't important. And now they're all panding together to say, you better go do this. It's like, well, why don't you fat fucks go lose some weight? So that I don't have to go and inject my fucking kids with some experimental thing because you chose to be a comorbidity. You don't like that's what bothers me the most. Well, I found it really interesting that uh, over the two years that we were all supposed to be sitting at home, um, the essential services I got left over open and this was across the country <laughs> was for example like liquor stores yeah, right? right now I under i understand everybody's home um <laughs> if guys aren't able to have a cold beer and they're stuck at home sure. all day like shit might go down but but and uh, it did that i mean the said, fucking yeah. wife beating was up as well i think that was up divorce divorce rates yeah. went up like all that um but regardless that isn't the only way for you to relieve stress or get a get out of, a get out of the house so i didn't understand why you were allowed to go into liquor stores, but you weren't able to go to a gym. gym. You know, even even That's, if they yeah. wanted to restrict the numbers and be like, "Hey, you guys got to book in." Yeah. Um. Only five people are allowed. You know, our our place isn't a huge yeah. like a, a, a regular gym. If they were like, "Hey, only five people are allowed to be in here," something like that. I think you would have even heard that and been like, "Okay, I don't completely agree with it, but hey, at least you're not completely trying to stop me." Right. My my big thing is is all about choice. I'm I'm a pro choice person when it comes to almost everything should be. And the reason for that is just because I think everybody's circumstance is so different. So when when you're saying that um, for the most part, you're blaming this on people, people's choices. I, I don't even want to sit there and like judge their choice because what whatever reason they're in the circumstance there is is their own. And when I meet you, it's not for me to judge your circumstance at that moment. It's for it's for me to try to help you better yourself. Sure, definitely. But in in that moment, if you're if you think that it's important for you to wear a mask or you to get a vaccine, go do that. Go do because it because if you want to protect your family, if you want to protect yourself, then you can go do that. But like I said. 
if you're going to come tell me that I have to inject something into me, yeah. that's a completely different thing. And then to go further, like you said, yeah. to try to mandate that to your children is a whole Oof. different thing. Yeah, they don't know right? what they're opening like up you there. Can't, you can't come and tell me that um, you have an experimental drug, which I, I did see is not classified as experimental now um, by the FDA. Right there, they, which one they, they've uh, which, they like which it? one because it wasn't I supposed think, to be I until like 2022 and it's 2022 yeah, that they, they were actually they, classified as vaccine. They uh classified it, but I can't remember yeah. which one it was, right? So that would be I think it was the though. Pfizer one, yeah. what it was. either way, though. Is but, I still we still don't know any long term effects, yes, exa- yeah, exactly, yeah. right? And yeah. and that's why, again, I say you should be able to make a decision for me, absolutely, for me because I feel like I'm a I'm, I'm healthy, I my whole family's healthy, yeah. I sit there saying, okay, I don't think we need to get it right now, and yeah. I and I would actually like to hear what the long term effects are, which is you responsible. I, I, I also would like to get more information on, um who's who's most at risk and not just mm. not just oh you're old but i would like to hear what are the uh, more talk about like what are the underlying conditions that that people are going through mm. uh what are the areas that are pe- people are living in what kind of lifestyle are they yep. having just and you just, can find that if you okay. go yeah you can go and steve showed me this you can actually go and it'll show the cormo cor- comorbidity like breakdown of what the most common ones so are you can go look that up absolutely but that's not the thing that they're screaming at you right they're yeah. just telling you that there's another 500 people that got mm-hmm. this day. so like they only right. tell you about the part that makes you scared because yeah. what they because pr- most people and i and i'm included in, in this are in are inherently lazy when it comes to to getting information you don't yeah. you don't go as hard as you possibly could in order to get every piece of information because we have lies and we got stuff going for on sure and we're trusting the, the and we also don't like to hear the other side a lot of times that, yes so we trust media to, yeah. to kind of present a, a picture to us and we use that little glimpse to create our entire world view yeah right and that's that's unfortunate um but that's the responsibility that the media has where it's like you got to present a little bit more information you can't just present this this one bleak outlook oh for like sure less it's been two years of yeah. you telling me to be scared like why don't we pull peel back a little bit and be like okay how do we how do we handle this without trying to tell everybody that you know you're gonna die exactly you, well the media has such a it, they have so much power anymore that it's fucking scary is what it is like they they can steer any narrative they want really nowadays because well, social media is a great example because like certain messages that you put out they can right. block that out or oh it, it like it's you know i can think one thing and then go and actually dig into it a bit and find okay it's not that way yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like if and, and to get back to what they're saying with the whole thing is there is information out there from very 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 highly respectable people yeah. that actually go against the mainstream narrative yeah right so <clears throat> logic would state that okay maybe there is two sides to this coin yes, exactly. logic would state that exactly but what's what i don't understand is the media literally has nothing to say about the other side mm-hmm. all they show is pro-covid pro-vaccine yeah that's the only thing that is the only thing and in fact to the point where they censor anything that goes against that narrative yeah. That should alarm everybody. It doesn't matter if you are pro-vax, anti-vax, and that are, you know, I shouldn't even say vaccine because it's not a vaccine, but pro-shot, anti-shot, pro-mass, anti-vax. Whether you're on that side or not, 
you should be alarmed at the fact that there is only one narrative. Yeah. Because now you're one. limiting my my exactly. ability to make a choice. Absolutely. That's what I said. I'm I'm pro-choice. So right. you know, I, I've said this to you already. Like I don't consider myself conservative, liberal, anything like that. I I want to hear everything. Yeah. You know, I want to hear both sides and then make a decision about you know which which way I think is the right way to go. And and if you take away one side of it, you mm-hmm. only give me one voice. How can I? I honestly think what they should do is have a a presidential debate style. Right. You know. Um, like open conference yeah open yeah. and just have different professional you can have politicians come there you can have uh medical officers come there yep. you know researchers Absolutely. and you could run this over the course of a weekend or even a even a week right and yep. then just get and just schedule it right you if you want to make it a live debate kind of thing like this where we're going back and it forth should be. it could be that it should or be unedited it, okay, you do that yep. or you could be like all right i'm gonna give uh joe blow an hour to talk mm-hmm. about how bad COVID is, and yeah. then I'm gonna give Sally Sue. Yep, these random names. Um, because yeah, because there's so many women out there named fucking named Sally, Sally Sue. Sally Sue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sally Sue from down the road. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like the whitest names. <laughs> Sally. Oh, Sue. that's very that's that's very fucking pitch, like that's very uh, stereotypical. Oh, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, that's what, I love it, it when you do that. Is, like man. like I love that shit because that's how. That's how it should be. You should be able to say the whitest name possible to describe a white community because that's fucking does, hilarious. Is that not the picture that you got in your head when Absolute, I said Sally like, Sue? You should be able to, <laughs> when we're talking, be like when you're trying to call me some white supremacist hillbilly, yeah. you should be able to refer to somebody as like Billy Bob. You know what I mean? You should be allowed to fucking do that <laughs> because wrong with that. it's it's called uh, what alliterate, alliteration or, or no, what is it? Like where you actually emphasize something with words yeah. so that, and I think that that's a beautiful thing it's what creates comedy yeah is these things but we like i should like you know in in other circles of this world if you said that i'd be like well you know you just used a very uh like white uh you know you're trying to make fun of me it's like no we should be able to fucking do this shit and be like you should be able to do that and i should be able to not get offended yeah i mean anyway we're very sensitive anyway sorry but yeah if and you give her an hour to come and say well you know COVID isn't bad and the vaccine is something that we should be scared of. And I want to yeah. hear both sides Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. Right? Why and why why wouldn't you allow me to hear both sides of that and then make an educated decision? Right. You and know? instead of the science, there should be trials and reports. But right now the science is just whatever anybody wants to say. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny how the science isn't even science. It's just this is what we think. So go do it. So go you know, because science is changed, about, and you know, it's changed over the last two years. What, yeah, what you're told to yeah, go exactly. do, which is, you know, people have like Hitler changed the science as well. Yeah. You know, it's just, and that's that's scary because, and it should be scary for both sides. That's what bothers me about um, anything we've talked about, either racially driven, sociologically driven, is you got to be careful when you start swinging back and forth into the extremes. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful because here's the thing is. You know, to to use a very graphic example is you build this system, let's say Nazi Germany, just so that this is very black and white and easy to understand. Yeah. Um, you built Nazi Germany. Well, you can be Hitler today and a Jew tomorrow in that system. So if you build a system that is so narrative driven and so propaganda driven and so enforcement driven, right, mm-hmm. that... The socialists in Canada, especially right now, are trying to build that system. 
that enforcement system where it's like you're going to do this because it's going to keep me safe mm-hmm. right that is the reason why hitler was that's what he sold to try to get rid of jews right this is for your safety well circumstance had it that he got eradicated and blah 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 but the thing is is that system once in play the jews can take over that system as well and now enforce it right back at you mm-hmm. and That's what I don't think people understand in this country right now is you're building this highly, highly martial law style. That's what it seems to be going towards. Well, if you start victimizing me as a anti-vax, let's say, if you want to, whatever they're going to call us, they're going to call us something and probably tattoo us with something. So now all of a sudden, me and my people gain power. Well, now what? Now we're going to use your same system and this is going to get highly, highly gross, highly, highly violent. So that's the thing is it's, this is why freedom is so fucking important. This is why, this is why the Americans wrote everything on a constitution saying, no matter what, this is what we we believe in. We believe in, you know, the freedom of, of choice, the freedom of, of expression, the freedom to bear arms, to protect yourself. All these things were put into place, not because they're, a bunch of drunk white guys got together and said, let's build a fucking set of rules. Mm. Those rules were in place to ensure because all those people from early America came from a place that looks like we're trying to create today. So when they showed up, they're like, let's fucking make, they fought against the British. And I think there was some French that they fought against to try to liberate that fucking country from that oppression of this, you know, feudal kind of feudalism type communist that's a, style. That's an important word that you said there that they that they fought for it, right? Right. One thing that you always gotta keep in mind is that freedom is something that people shed blood for. Yeah. Right? Like there's there is no free state that didn't go through a very violent period for sure. Uh, of their history. Right. And uh, essentially I think that's what ends up happening. Whenever somebody <laughs> whenever you have to 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 fight for your freedom, there's gonna mm-hmm. be some sort of war or some sort of friction you know that For happens sure. this it, and this is why i understand what you're saying here because there are two very distinct sides on this mm. I, I and again i'm, I'm pro-choice so i'm not i'm not siding with anti-vaxxers no. but i also am not gonna let somebody try to treat me like i'm a cancer yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah. i didn't because yep. i didn't get a vaccine right um so those two groups are going to go at it and this is going to happen for a while oh for sure this is definitely going to happen for, for sure. a while um, for sure i don't know if you saw the video and you you probably laugh at this but uh justin trudeau was in a in a neighborhood the other day and Sorry. like the yes exactly awesome and like the entire that, that neighborhood gave me, that is following him, bumps, brother following i know so I, good, I was so like good. i knew if you saw that you're so, like yes i big just understand how face. people got that close to him without you know well with, you know a lot of cameras around too though so you you think you think they would off people in the middle in the what? middle of surrey that that would never happen that would never happen if they sh- if they sh- shot down everybody anybody in the that, uh, community or anything like that typically if you go and uh do that history has stated that that's a well, remember, that's a buddy, buddy that's a kamikaze through, style mission a, a, like a year ago buddy drove through uh the gates of his yeah, house absolutely. and was like had a whole bunch of guns they didn't yeah. they didn't shoot him down no. or anything but usually if you're like wilkes booth like yeah, you know, yeah. he he got her in the end. Yeah. Right. If if you want to think that Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK, he got her. Like 
you know, if you're going to go and assassinate somebody that is high rank in government, whatever, it's, a, it, it's a suicide mission. Yeah, it's what it is. But, it. but what I don't understand is it has happened so many times in the past. In this country, man, I like when I'm seeing him walk down the street, I'm like, I thought people were crazier than this. I thought for sure somebody just walk up. Bop, well, Canada, Canada is a passive country. Very passive. By, by but nature, still, 37 right? million people. You'd think there's at least one or two crazy sons of bitches out there that would. That's well, my opinion. Hey, I'm not hey, saying it did it. You know what? As uh, Whether they're on the, um, the opposite side of the spectrum or not. Uh, Trump was a very polarizing guy himself, For sure. right? Again, in, in, in the, in the same like, way, exactly. Yeah. So if it didn't happen over there to him, yeah. then I'm not, you know, I'm not that surprised that it didn't. I happen, just, I thought, here. and maybe it's because I just assumed that the amount of security around that situation would be so intense that you would just be like, oh, there's no way. But then you see that, and you're like, anybody could have just went. Like those are just oh, yeah. people that walked out of their house, saw him walking down the street. Yeah. And just ran out of their house and started yelling and screaming, basically. Yeah. Or they knew he was coming. I don't know how it worked. But, and not even just him, but just leadership in general. People are so passionate nowadays about their hatred towards public figures. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, po- political figures. That it blows me away that that wouldn't Again, happen. Again, it also depends on where they are. Yeah. Because BC, BC isn't uh, isn't staunch conservative like here. No. All right? Not, so, the, not that not that part anyway. Yeah. You come over the coastal mountains and it's basically Alberta West. Like I could I could definitely um, I could definitely see what you're saying if, if it was something like out here. Like if you yeah. showed up in Kit Scotty or something like that. Well, yeah. You know? you, he's not, like, <laughs> like, I, I could he's probably the dumbest fucking human being I've ever seen in my life, but I don't think he's that dumb. <laughs> he, like he's not coming. He's yeah. not coming around here. Yeah. No, he ain't coming around here. <laughs> no, he ain't coming around here. No, they. Um, yeah, you guys wouldn't be throwing uh, tomatoes. <laughs> no, unless they were full of napalm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's crazy times, man. It is. It's good, like you said. Violence is 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 going to be upon us. I really believe that, because that's the only way. But after that violence, I think that it'll be all right. Like this is this is revolutionary. We're going through a revolution. Right oh, hundred percent. I mean, yeah. COVID changed so much in yeah. our lives. Yeah. Right. So coming out of this, it's it's uh, it's going to be very interesting because like what. The momentum from this event is going to carry on oh, for the next 10, 20 for years. Sure. You know, if the for if sure. the, the COVID passports win, like that's something yeah. that your kids and grandkids yeah. are going to think is normal. You know, my like I've, yeah. I have a two year old and we'd go into stores and she would be asking for a mask. Like we'd be going and yeah. she'd be like, hey, I need a mask. Right. And so what do you think about that? Well, we didn't we didn't put a mask okay. on, her, on her face or anything. Like, there was a party that's like that's fucked up. I oh, hundred yeah. percent. Okay, because I'm like that's her reality. That's all. Yeah. That's all she's ever known. Face. Like to her, she just sees people with masks when they go out and, yeah. and thinks. It. And then especially because we're having to wear it to go into stores, so she's looking at me with the mask on and being like, "This is normal," you know. Like my yeah. dad's wearing it, so yeah. why wouldn't I that's wear crazy. it as well? Right? It's so. Cr- I mean, because we are so culturally driven you know what i mean like yeah. we we're such a mob like of just one person two people do it all of a sudden everybody everybody's does it. doing it right and, and you can like, see that in an infant just see they see everybody else yeah. doing it so to them they're like why don't i have it i i need it too you know it's so kids that are a little bit older there there were so many kids this year that had anxiety oh in yeah school right that that were like legitimately like shaking couldn't couldn't handle i have sitting one. there okay i had one that would not 
he would find any excuse not to go to school because he was scared they were going to isolate him in a room by himself because of whatever reason. There you go. Well, because they they talked about it so much. Yeah. Where if somebody the word isolation fucking was coughed the wrong way, they'd yeah. lock him in the fucking janitor room as a fucking not that they did, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They'd lock him yeah. in a room by themselves because they're a biohazard risk or whatever yeah. that they might fucking transmit a goddamn cold. And they yeah, and he was like fucking fight. Like he would he would yeah. make up any excuse well, in the world well, not to if, go to school. If you're in school and you have a friend and they get sick and then they're not at school for two weeks and you have no idea right? where they are <laughs> or if they're okay and every day you're just hearing about this this uh this sickness that right. is killing people yeah and you're just like oh they, uh, they sent him home because he might have yeah right that's <sighs> really fear mongering it it's is. really hard and it, it that's their brains aren't like it's not good to do that to them it's not like they're so pliable at that age yeah. like neuroplasticity and they're it's too like that shit's gonna scar those kids forever oh and, yeah. and we don't get it because here's the thing is we have a bunch of this is my take on it anyway is we have a bunch of adults making decisions as adults right this is what actually fucking angers the shit out of me to be honest with you is we even as a parent i try to think about this right so if i go in as a 40 year old man mm-hmm. and treat my five six seven to eight year old right like a, a an adult they don't get it. They just don't of comprehend course. that because they don't have their brain isn't developed the rationality or the you know we they have they don't have forty years of, of absorbing this world. Yeah, yeah. They have this very narrow window of what the world is, yeah. and then I'm coming in treating him from so it's like going and talking Chinese to your dog. Yeah, your dog's like, are, are you, you going to feed me or what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, where are we at with it? And they're so pliable at that. Like they, they're just a learning machine. And then as they get older, that machine solidifies. And then whatever they've learned, they go out of the world and become. And we've taught them fear in school. We've taught them be fucking scared of everything. Mm-hmm. Put on your fucking mask or your like, don't even question authority. Just do what you're told and walk around in little lines with spaces in between and go do this and go do that. Those kids you can't undo that now and people don't so, so understand here's a, that here's a here's a funny thing i think that that was already happening to a certain extent because i'm i'm a person where i when i look at school yeah um i, I would say to a certain ex- extent the school system failed me right mm-hmm. just going going through it just because of how uh how it's structured Right. So they yeah. they already put you in a situation where you got to sit in a classroom in a specific spot that they tell you. It's, yeah. it's one person told me it's, it's, school is really similar to jail. Right. Like you every single yeah. day, every single day you're told to be somewhere at a, a specific mm-hmm. time. You got to listen to this one authority figure. Yeah. Your your desk is your little cell block that you're supposed to be sitting on. You got to ask to go to the bathroom. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, the floor the floors and the hallways are all white walls. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dude, you're not wrong. It's it's uh, it's it's so to me, it's like that already kind of got started where they're like, hey, you have to listen to this person and do everything that they say. Yeah. Right. There are the kids that get in trouble, get they get in the most trouble yeah. are the ones that are like, oh, well, I'm going to talk even though you're talking. Yeah. Right. Like I have something to say and you want me to not talk for 30 minutes because you just want to tell me about math. But I'm five. Like racist. Man. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know if you told him that story, but but yeah, um, they're there, but I'm five and like, this isn't what interests me. And I'm not allowed to turn to my friend and just make a comment to them right. about their Pikachu backpack or whatever. No shit. You know? Yeah. Like that's that's not right. And then they could and so already it's kind of set up like that. So we grow up. Yeah. And then once we become adults, we start going into work and do the same vast, thing. vast majority of people are in a job where they have to punch in and punch out just like they had to do at school they're supposed to be in a specific place yeah. for a specific amount of time <laughs> their emails are getting 18, monitored I'm doing 18 years you're, no 12 years you know you're not allowed to go on facebook on your company computer because yeah. that's being monitored all this kind of stuff so then now when you get a situation like this where they all of a sudden come and say hey conform the world's about to end you need to do this that's fucking awesome everybody's that's actually, just like that's awesome, dude. You know, it's I like that from from uh, being a little. It's little so fucking true, and it's up. funny too how you and I, because I was the same way. Fucking hated school. Yeah, hated it. Um, but it, it's funny how to us it was prison, but to other people it was it was fucking liberating. Yeah. Like there were certain people in our class, in my class, probably in yours, that school was their safe spot oh, because 100%. they mattered. A hundred percent. Because you know they could read good and they could sit there and fucking they could just stare at the board and they could just sit there and be submissive, if you want to call it, and be like, you know, be controlled. Let's say by that, and they loved it. That was their safe spot because yeah. as soon as they went out into the wild, the real world, mm. they couldn't handle it because. A lot of people. There, like there's that. tons, and if, I think if you that think about it, the vast majority of people that have graduated from university, mm -hmm. you know, that have gotten. For and sure. I, I went to university, right. and I'm this exact same boat. Mm -hmm. um, vast majority of people that went in, they are not doing the thing that they went into school for. Right. So even though they went in through an entire process that said, okay, we're going to equip you with these skills so you can go into this field. Yeah. As soon as they got into the world. That that field wasn't wasn't embracing of them. It didn't take them in and say, "Okay, now I'm going to help you reach the rest of your goals that you've been th dreaming about since right. you were ten, because you thought that you you thought that you were going to have a a white picket fence and a beautiful family and three kids and a dog <laughs> and all yeah. that, right?" It, it didn't end up turning into that for them. Yeah. A lot of those people that went to university are working at brew house, you know? <laughs> well, that's and so it, true. And it, it, it's yeah. like, it's not even trying to make fun of people. Like that's no. what happens, right? I went to university. I'm work. I'm work. I'm selling boots right now, right. you know? Well, I mean, and then once you get in the real world, skill set is typically going to be, it's, it's going to be the thing that doesn't get be. always taught at school. No, like a like a doctor, for example, is somebody that gets taught a specific skill set. Absolutely. Right? I went to when I went to school, I went to school for sports studies. The right. entire time I was at school, I had no idea what I was going to be <laughs> when I left. Right, right? now, now I've, I'm coming back into it and I'm doing See, the training and I found it, but I didn't have. Anybody that was like, okay, this is the specific path, and I think most of these degrees and whatnot are like that. Like, so a why the fuck degree. did you go? So that's I went because I want to play football. football yeah, <laughs> wanted, so yeah, that was. The I wanted to play football. I probably wouldn't even have uh, gone to school if that's, I, uh, if I hadn't. Right? right. So I, I went, and they had a sports studies program, and yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna well, take so that. I better yeah. take that. You know. Yeah. So I went through the whole process, and the whole time it was just like, okay, I just need to get the part passing marks right. and be at this at this um, grade so that I can play football. That's funny, you know. That way, I went on the same thing. They paid me to go play volleyball at university or at college at that that one, and uh, literally, I showed up my first day of class, and I didn't know what I was taking. 
Like <laughs> I signed up. It was called conservation reclamation, like environmental sciences. Okay. Yeah. And I'm eight, 17, 18 years old. Dumber than a sack of dicks. Essentially. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm fuck. I've never, I hadn't seen anything other than like cattle and trees. For yeah. Fuck. Anyway, I go in and I'm like, well, environmental sciences, this seems like something that'll probably make sense in yeah, the future. You'll get it. Put zero thought into it. All I knew is I'm going to go and fucking, you know, get drunk and play sports and yeah. have fun in college. And yeah, I showed up the first day and I took classes where I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Like, I didn't even know why I was there. It was just for sports. Yeah. But a lot of people, even without the sports, think, oh, you have to go to university as soon as you're done high school. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because like, there's the most successful people I know didn't do that. Oh, 100%. They didn't 100%. do that. They, they they thought for themselves at an early age. They were dropouts. Right. <laughs> they were, but they, they were dropouts. For sure. But you know what they did is they went out and they took accountability for their own actions and created businesses, hired people, and, and built and created. Yeah. And everybody else goes to university thinking that that's the way out of a shitty life in the future. But you can see now you know, over the last, like you can see it right now with the amount of lunacy towards socialism and all these things is that system is now, is now reaping its, its, its what it's sowing. You know what I mean? Because before most of, most of Canada was rural farming communities. You might've went to school. You might not have, right. But you were kind of this like free thinking, you know, you had, you were always at the mercy of your actions. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I noticed that out here is yeah. so different from be, growing up in like a city, for example. Yeah, because like you said, what what you what you reap here is based on what you sow. Absolutely. Right? So you had a, an understanding very early on that like every action matters. You know, for like farmers, Absolutely. for example, they they refuse to miss a day. <laughs> well, you can like exactly you know right? you, you, so, so i haven't you, i haven't gone starve through that. if you i haven't you know? gone through that right yeah. for for where i came from me missing a day of work unless i get unless I, i'm the repercussion is that i get fired and now i have to go find know, another like, job find another job <laughs> which is you know obviously yeah. that you take that risk yeah. but there are a, a whole bunch of times that i've been like you know what i don't feel like going to work today and then i wouldn't show up or i don't feel like work today <coughs> Jerry, I can't come yeah. in. Oh, damn you it. know, something like I that. Got, I got the COVID box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen when you're when you're a farmer or when you're an entrepreneur. You take yeah. a day off from your business, you lose. You lose. Yeah, you lose. You're gonna right. you're gonna starve. Right? So, I mean, why? Do, like, that's the thing is, those people are what they they kind of keep the thing going at time. Like, there's a lot of money that comes into you know, there's the people that sit at home and collect that money. Yeah. And it's coming out of those businesses. And now we're trying to destroy those businesses so through do you, sanctions. So do you think that that's because um, everybody's just trying to be a victim? Or yes. do you think it's because people don't understand how to think? Because this goes back to what I was I saying. I think that they're, they're two in the same. Okay, so yeah. this is where I go back to the, the whole school, school thing. Yeah. Because you went through school and you got taught all these different subjects that in the grand scheme of things, don't really matter. Zero. Right? Like, vast majority of what you get taught. Yeah. I, I always say, I always brought up this example. I got taught about Vikings when I was a kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time that I've been, <laughs> that I've actually been like, oh, okay, something that they taught me, like, maybe yeah. I can see that. That's right? Awesome. And that's just because the gym's like that. Yeah. But there was nothing. Nothing. You don't need to know about Vikings. I don't need to know anything no, about you that. Don't. You don't. Right? But, like, things like uh, how to manage your finances, for yeah. example, is something that, like, personal finance isn't 
taught in in school and i think that that's not something that should only be taught in a university or you should be teaching personal finance to like eight-year-olds nine-year-olds very basic things like hey open up a bank a bank account this is this is what interest is then when you start getting when you start getting towards being the age of 12 oh maybe i should start teaching you about investing right right? compound interest all right now you're in high school okay you're gonna have to do your taxes in in a couple years here let me start introducing this to you all those things don't get introduced to you so you you learn about them and their importance as an adult but it hasn't been ingrained in you that these things are important it's just it's just things like oh it's tax season why do you think that is because it, it's easier to control people when they good. Can't I'm glad make we're on the same page. Right? Right? So that's what I mean. Is we we look at it now, is there's now the people that can be controlled have a strong enough voice that they're getting what they want. Mm-hmm. You know, up until that point in Can- well in North America anyway, is the competent strong people that were could think for themselves and do their own thing were in control. Yeah. Now we've seen where victimization has taken firm hold and now it's cooler to be a victim than to be successful. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden we're seeing things just go to shit in a handbasket and it's happened so many times before mm-hmm. and it's always warned about. But I said this the other day is this thing that's happening right now isn't government. People think this is government. I blame the government because it's the easiest thing to do. What it is is it's the people. Oh, 100%. We want, like, we get so weak and so soft and so victimized that we almost yearn for somebody to take care of us. Oh, that's 100%. what. So it's a group, it's a group thing. Like, any, anybody that has only ever shopped at a grocery store, like, they haven't had to grow right. their own, you know, like, you're going to, you know, know, you're always going to be reliant on a group. Like, if you don't know how to build a house, yeah. Right. Like, for, like from, like I said, I'm from a city. Yeah. Right. So if you were to just take, throw me out of my house right yeah. now and be like, okay, Marcus, you got to survive. Like, yeah. I will probably die unless I start stealing from everyone. <laughs> like, that's legit. That's legit. Yeah. My only option. Right. Right? right. I would have to be Man, some sort of just, scumbag. That's that. There's a lot of layers to survive. To but it's true because that is a lot of, a lot of um like poor communities. Yeah. That's what they re- result to. Yeah. They yeah. don't. They don't know how to, to 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 survive on their own. Absolutely. So they get told like you have to live here, right? right? And the people that are telling them they have to live there are not necessarily saying, "Okay, I'm going to come make sure that your quality of life is amazing." Right. Right. So you end up living in this in this area where you end up feeling like very forgotten, and <laughs> your right. quality of life is is bad. Right. And. At that point, all you're thinking is like, "How do I get out of this?" Yeah. There's, and that's where I say there's the victor and the victim mentality because mm-hmm. vo- vast majority of people that are in those situations are going to stay in those situations. Like that's their that's their reality. Well, to we them. just said if you're sitting there as a kid and that's all you see, then you're going to think that that's all you have. Right. There's so that's where I can see this systemic problems yeah. for sure. Yeah. Where that is what happens because that's what you see people do. Yeah. Like I think you used an example to me the one day that I was like, okay. Like, cause I've been trying to fucking understand this, man. I want to know what's going. Cause I'm one of those guys. Well, let's look at the fucking problem and fix it. Mm-hmm. Let's not pretend. Let's fucking go fix the yeah, problem, yeah. right? Um, and you said to me, you're like, well, you know, if you grow up in, in, um, say the projects or whatever you want to say, some like poor and you used obviously the black community because yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. that was our reference point at the time. Yeah, that's where uh, I'm from. Yeah, <laughs> right. So and you say, okay, like you got, you got this guy drives by in. You know this hundred thousand dollar car, and all the kids are like, "Man, 
man, I want to be like that guy. What does he do? Well, he's a drug dealer, right? Well, all the kids all of a sudden are like, well, that's what I want to fucking do. Because that's the only yeah. way that I've seen it done. Exactly. So then everybody's like, well, what's the best way to become a drug dealer? So then that's what the end. But the thing is, is once you see that at a young age, and this is where I'm starting to understand this whole thing is it's like, but you, then you just don't know any better. Yeah. Like it's for me, like you came in one day and I had like three ladders stacked on top of each other and like hanging yeah, from my yeah, shoelaces yeah. from the roof. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right. You're like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I was like, like you're going to die. I was like, I'm fixing this thing up here. And you're like, What? And but that's my thing is like I don't know any other way than like I'm not gonna call just somebody. It done. Just yeah, you're just like it okay, done. how do I get up there and fix this? Yeah, because that's what I was, you know. And yeah. also too, my old man was fucking scared of heights when I was a kid, so I had to find some ways to fucking make things work because you know I didn't want to look like a pussy. Yeah, of course. But that was the thing is, you 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 learn that and it's just like it just comes second nature. It's like, okay, well I'm going to stack 16 boxes on top of this and I'm going to put a ladder over here and then I'm going to put a rope and I'm going to tie it to my arm so that I can reach out here and it hangs on to me. It, that's just the way you think. Yeah, just you doing, like you were doing the crate challenge before right. uh, anybody else. I don't know yeah. if you've seen that. <laughs> no, I haven't. The, <laughs> so this is, what, this is the algorithm thing here. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, it's funny cause I'm, I'm seeing this a lot with uh, like urban communities. Yeah. Right. That's where it kind of started. Yeah. But people are taking milk crates and making like a pyramid of it. Okay. So they're just trying to walk up and then back down <laughs> but as you can imagine the higher you go the more rickety uh, it gets yeah. so there's a there's like a certain step where all of a sudden you're like trembling and, then and they're wiping out do they fall oh yeah Fucking if you nice. go watch this this is probably like compilations like 30 minute long compilations of people wiping out and falling okay, on like their shoulder these. and their head yeah I like it's these. pretty it's right. it's pretty dumb yeah <laughs> and i mean so and i want to actually and use another example of that um and then I want you to elaborate on it as well. But like when you just, when that's all you see. So when I say, <clears throat> the one thing I'm also trying to be cognizant of when I'm talking to people is, so I, I just used you coming from a, a, an inner city version of whatever, like a black community as yeah. going to uh, um, sell drugs as your way out. Mm -hmm. And then I use an example of, oh, I'm going to climb up on a ladder and do all this work. That's what I learned. I, I can understand too why, we always glorify our own position. Like this is another thing that I try not to do, but I do it all the fucking time. And that is, I'm saying when I'm in essentially a debate with you, an argument, I'm saying, Oh yeah, what you're doing is this bad thing. But then I'm going to use an example, but it's going to show me doing a good thing. Yeah. You, so you know what I mean by yeah, that? Like yeah. I'm, I'm saying that you go to sell drugs, you, you bad motherfucker. I'm going to use an example, but it's going to be me getting shit done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, we got, I think as people, we got to be very fucking careful of that. Very careful because it starts to piss people off is what it does. So I'm going to use a better example of drunk driving, okay. right? I was raised in a world up in my area of the world where you did that, mm -hmm. right? And I actually just about killed two of my friends one night because of it, right? Just fucking crashed into some trees and it could have went really bad. Thank God it didn't, but it could have. But in my area of the world is you're out there putting people's fucking lives in danger every day. Every fucking day that you go out and decide to drive around drunk. But everybody's just like, this is what we do, man. No big fucking deal. You know, yeah. this is it almost give you it's credibility. Like you're almost proud. Yeah, you're to, almost proud to, to, to fucking to do it. And everything. it's disgusting in hindsight. The amount of families that get destroyed because of that I'm cool, I'm going to go get fucked up and drive around and shoot shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're shooting shit's cool. <laughs> as long as it's not fucking innocent fucking people on the side of the road. But 
you know, th- that part of it. And there probably is more things about my culture and it could be, it could even be racism based. We've talked about this where I just, you know, we talked about the first time we ever met. It's like you walk into here and I, I, I look at you, you look at me and it's like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what's about to happen. Uh, yeah, what, what are we I walk in, I see you, I look around, I'm just like, oh, fuck. What did you say? You said, I'm in the belly of the beast. <laughs> yeah. So funny. And I'm like looking at it like, what the fuck is a black guy doing in here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the that fuck? That was the funniest thing because I know yeah. we both looked at each other and like, had a bunch of assumptions oh, real it? quick. They <laughs> <laughs> start talking to each other yeah, like, okay, I think he's so cool. What, what uh, kind of stuff do you guys do? Yeah, <laughs> what do you like? Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because we can sit here now and actually have fucking pretty crazy conversations about yeah, this. Yeah. And like, I don't look at you and I'm like, Marcus is black. Marcus is black. Marcus yeah, is like, I don't yeah. think that the whole fucking thing. Yeah. It's like, man, you got some fucking wicked points and I like to hear them. Yeah. Right. And that's, so anyway, back to what we were saying though, is about the, um, about what you're saying with uh, like people that's like when they just they don't know any better that's what you end up doing it's like what so where at what point does somebody like is there middle ground between people to fucking figure something like you know what I mean because like right now I'm seeing the government take control of it everything and that's fucking scary man because we've talked about it even in the states it's more prevalent where the democratic I believe the democratic party wants to ensure that minorities, not just blacks, but minorities in general, and to them, like, you got to think, if if there is the prototypical, like, Democrats and liberals tend to, tend to you know, scatter their cabinets with vis- visible minorities and women and stuff, but if you notice it, who's always at the head? Some entitled fucking white guy. Mm. You know what I mean? And I find them to be the most racist fucks on the planet, myself, personally as an outsider it's because they almost set it up so that these communities can never succeed you know what i mean they never let them expand and go like you said to try to win they just feed them more reasons to be a victim like they do it with the native community up here you've probably seen it where instead of going in and actually trying to help these people Mm -hmm. who like i've said it in the last podcast we as white people definitely came in and changed the way they do things on their own land. Mm -hmm. We did. There's no fucking way around. I didn't do it personally, so I don't think, and they didn't actually, like we actually never went to war with each other, so I think at some point there needs to be a statute of limitations where we actually figure something out Mm -hmm. because we're both going to have to live together. But at the end of the day, I can understand that 100%. But they do nothing to try to help these people. Giving somebody money doesn't help them. Never has, never will. They just doesn't. Yeah. Now, if you give them money and teach them stuff yeah. and, and find a way, they need to find a better way to bring these communities out of poverty if that's the goal. But they're not. They're trying to keep them in poverty because as long as you're a victim, you'll still vote for them. You know what I mean? Like the victim mind is always going to vote for the socialist idea, typically. That's generally, typically, yeah, yeah generally so. is what's going to happen. So I, I, I will say that I think there is a a certain victim mentality that's starting to to come out here that you guys probably yeah. aren't aren't recognizing. You guys have Explain been able to, okay, so you've been able to have uh, a certain way of life for the last hundred years plus, yeah, right. And then now that's starting to change, right? Um, you know, th- and and 
a, a lot of it is uh things like all right for example that um you guys are sending a whole bunch of money over to quebec and and uh the like the eastern provinces yes. based on uh, like the labor that's being done out here yeah. based on, on on um the natural resources that like alberta saskatchewan and everything has there right yeah um and now you guys are also finding yourselves in situations where you're you're more press it's, it, it's harder for you guys to to build the type of lives that you guys have been accustomed to like mm-hmm. when i moved here every single house that i was going by had like an rv in it and yeah. they had a whole bunch of toys and everything right yep. so you guys got very used to that and then all of a sudden you got peeled back closer to where the rest of the the country has to live mm-hmm. right and then start pointing fingers at like the east for example right. or start pointing fingers fingers at uh people that are liberal or socialist right yeah and I, again i'm not saying that they don't have a fault in it but it, it is a, a conversation that constantly happens around here mm-hmm. where everybody's saying like it's their fault the media's doing this the government's doing this and yeah. they're constantly pointing fingers. that's a, that's the same thing that happens over over there it's yeah. uh you know if if uh, if I were to let's take that that uh, that example of um, of growing up in like the projects or something like that, I you know you could end up looking at the government or the police and blaming everything on them, pointing at them, mm-hmm. and being like, "My life is horrible because of you," right. right? And that's what I hear a lot here. Like they think that it's Trudeau's fault. You right. know the, those fuck Trudeau stickers on yeah. like every truck, I like have, every third I have truck. A hat with them on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there yeah, you go. My underwear. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So with that being with that being said, it's just I think we're starting to get to that position just naturally. The, the, it doesn't matter what side you're mm-hmm. on. You're gonna look at you're gonna look and say like whose fault is this, mm-hmm. right? Instead of being like okay, maybe we sp- we had a period of time where we were able to generate a large income and a lot of us squandered this you know yeah. like a lot of us wasted this yeah so now that we're entering our 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 winter we're the grasshoppers and all of a sudden we don't we weren't prepared for this absolutely you know and you're trying to re you're trying to regain that you want to reclaim it of course but to a certain extent i think it's 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 gone like you lost the chance i we 100 percent did you know no i uh i it's funny because i've kicked that around so much so much because I'm pretty minimal. Like I'm not. Uh, I don't have RVs, quads, boats, yeah. all these things. I got some sweet guns and an old. You truck. sleep in tents in the winter. Yeah, like if I had a fucking die. cave, I'd be yeah. Right? <laughs> if I had a cave, I'd be happy. But um, I I agree actually with that. I don't know if I agree with the the way the equalization works because I think we miss out on. Like the childcare benefits and stuff like that that happen out in in Ontario and Quebec. From what I understand, I might I might not understand it fully, but they get certain benefits that we just don't get out out here. Based and it's on our dime, mm-hmm. and that that pisses people off. Um, now, however, the the one thing that the rest of Canada looks at Alberta for is that is jacked up trucks and overspending frivolous like mm. there's guys on rigs when i was working out there that spent more money on fucking coke in a weekend than entire families made in other places of the world yeah right yeah so i don't disagree with that at all yeah. and I, i've pissed a lot of people off by telling them that they're a bunch of fucking entitled bitches literally like i've talked to millionaires in this fucking town that i've been like well 
I I don't feel sorry for you turning in your $170,000 pontoon boat. I don't feel bad about that. Not even one bit. You know what I mean? Like if we should have been more responsible with it. And we as people that have built Western Canada, because you got to think about it. Eastern Canada was built by a bunch of British people coming in with resources and stuff like that. Western Canada was built by a bunch of fucking Ukrainians and shit that literally came out here and Germans and shit and half them died out here to build what we have out here. And it was all built out of responsibility and out of accountability and all these things. And we did lose it and we have lost it in this town. And I might piss a lot of people off by saying that, but you know my address. Come and say it to my face. That's always the fucking deal. Gang, gang. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Teach you some accountability. And... So I get it. It's just, um, it, it's, you get, like you said, you get used to that lifestyle yeah. and then you start to, so I can understand that. But at the end of the day too is I try myself to, like I, I've, in this time, I've definitely whittled things down. Yeah. And I suggest other people do it as well. But at the same time too is not scream the victim card, right? I don't, I don't love the 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 equalization deal. I don't love the taxation. I fucking hate taxes, to be honest with you. I don't know anybody that does. I think half of our tax goes to people that don't want to fucking take care of themselves, and that pisses me off. But um, we do, and this, like, this podcast was built upon that to begin with, was take some fucking accountability, yeah. right? And I think you and I have always agreed on that. Like yeah. you said, man, you're out in on, or Toronto, and you're all of a sudden like, yeah, fuck, I'm not feeling good today. I'm not going to work. Yeah. And then out here, you're like, man, I got like fucking three jobs. I'm, fucking <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just fucking going know? like but, nonstop. But I asked you something, man, and, and reiterate this if you can, because this fucking dude, I've heard a lot of people answer questions in my life, but this one actually fucking impacted me pretty good when you answered this. I said, okay, so you had the Marcus that you, you said was probably more liberal minded, if you want to say a little mm-hmm. more victim minded. And then you have the guy out here like crushing at three jobs. You got a fucking kid on the way to like you're fucking doing it. And I said, which guy do you like better? Right. Well, like I like me today. Yeah. Right. right? Like you are probably more mentally sound and happier today. Am I am I oh, correct yeah. in saying that? hundred hundred percent. So if, if people learned to take accountability for themselves and stop being victims, everybody be happier. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing. We have this huge mental health crisis going on across this fucking country. Yeah. And the amount of suicides that happened and, and suicide potential, like our calls and that, that happened over this lockdown idea, it like quadrupled. Yeah. It's because you're you're taking away people's ability to win. Yeah. Somebody that's, that's winning. That's important. If you if you can't see a way to win, you have no hope. Right? No. If you don't if there's nothing to have hope for. And and like this is a this is a great example of this. You're you're um atheist, right? No, no, no. No, you, no. You, but you don't I, believe I don't, in like organized religion. Religion kind like of, it's a slippery slope, that one. Okay. It's, um, I wouldn't say atheist. I, no, I'm not atheist at all. I'm, okay. I, I believe, this is a whole other conversation, but I'll just give you the quick, as I believe that there's potentially something out there bigger than us. In mm-hmm. fact, I, I lean towards it probably is. Um, and I really, really can appreciate the order and laws in which, in which religions can, impose structure upon its people you know what i mean so like you know don't cheat on your wife or you're going to hell well whether you not go to hell or not 
it's a good way for you not to cheat on your wife. Okay. You know what I mean? Don't go kill somebody or you're going to hell. Okay. Well, whether or not you're going to hell or not, killing an innocent person is usually not fucking good practice. So I can appreciate what religion is, but I wouldn't know. I'm not atheist, but either way. So that's, that's interesting because for you, you'll, you'll look at things and be like, okay, this is either right or wrong. Mm-hmm. With religion, a lot of people's motivation to do anything is based on like, what's the outcome? Right. You know, like I don't want to go to hell or, and I want to go to heaven. Yeah. So they're doing things just in order to, to get that. Yeah. Right. So to them, they hope because I, and, you know, regardless what faith you are, mm-hmm. you have no concrete proof that like when you die, whatever you think yeah. is going to happen is, is going to happen. Zero. But yeah. you do it because you have the hope of reaching nirvana or heaven or whatever you you want to call it belief they call it right and that's that's what mankind is motivated by the if you have hope if you can believe that you can create something or that you can attain something yeah right or that you'll be given something if you do something then you'll usually stay in line with that right and that's that's the whole thing if you take away people's ability to have hope to, Mm -hmm. to, to have faith then you take away like the essence of you who took they their are, soul. you took away their soul. That's right. a, exactly communist. So that's when Go, you become right. very depressed, and that's when you can become very destructive. The the Marcus, and I, it's it's honestly un, it's honestly unfair to for me to just say liberal minded. And I I use that because I had no yeah, other way to. It's I know I know what you were trying I got to a say. Very small vocabulary. I know what you were trying to say though. <laughs> but like the the old me was, um, I was like a product of my environment. And the old me oh, had only seen it done one way, yeah. right? And at that point, the only way that I thought I could provide for my family and, and live the life I wanted to live was like to become a pro athlete. Like right. that's literally how I thought yeah. until maybe second, no, probably like my fourth year of university. Right. Like that was the only thing I thought I could do, Yeah. right? Once I wasn't able to do that, I went through a period where it was like, okay, well, what am I? I'm just going to be a bum the rest of my, the rest yeah, of my yeah. life, yeah. you know? And it, and I came out here and, you know, I was, I think I was a very destructive person when I first moved out here. Like I, I was a heavy drinker. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be staying up, staying up late, staying up all night, yeah. you know, things like that. Just like involved with people that I shouldn't be involved with. Yeah. Um, but over time I got to see other people in this community that are doing it a much better way like i i i think that it was really good that i started uh volunteering as a coach um it was really good that i started trying to like actually work with people that own their own businesses instead of instead of like walking in and being like i'm gonna work at home depot like i try to work with somebody that is like the boss or like right under the yeah, boss yeah. right and like getting closer to those people i was able to have conversations that i wasn't having before like i i worked at a at um as customer service at a, at a company called pizza nova in ontario right yeah that I, my boss i never seen him one time <laughs> i heard him on the radio a hundred yeah. times a day oh, he, yeah. never he's seen him guy. one time in my life <laughs> yeah right there they had a, a corporate office that was separated from customer service so occasionally you might see like one of the corporate people like walk in and immediately walk through that door. Like they wouldn't even look at us. Yeah. Right. So I didn't get, I, so I, I was very segregated. Like, okay, these are the guys that are making hundreds of thousands and I'm making $12 an hour. Yeah. Like, this is my world, right. you know, out here, 
it's like man i could i could have minimum a minimum wage job but i'm working beside a guy that's a millionaire so i'm having conversations with him and yeah. he's ta- and you know when you're around people that are successful if you want to be successful you'll start being like how do i emulate that person absolutely and that's and that's what started happening Huge. to me so obviously it didn't happen in, in one day it was like little things here and there yeah you know but me, that's me wanting to take control of my life and like wanting to work for myself yep is as a product of that every single person that i've seen that's been successful out here yeah. they took a risk there was at the end especially the guys that i met that grew up poor too yeah i grew up poor so i don't care what race you are if i meet somebody that grew up poor and now they're successful i'm gonna be like how did you do that yeah. shit you know and th- and those guys would just be like man i was i was working two jobs or three jobs i had i built something that i controlled and you know it slowly started kind of snowballing and becoming bigger and bigger until the point where i was like you know what i have to choose whether i'm gonna be an employee or whether i'm gonna work for myself yeah and again being an employee is not necessarily a bad thing i'm not even no. trying to say that and there's a lot of people that if they need to have that yeah like we talked about the kid that sits in the front of the school in front of the class looking at the teacher being like i will work my ass off just tell me what to do yeah there's tons of those people yeah Tons of them, and they are great employees. And if you talk to most of them, they're like, "Hey, how would you like to own this business?" They'd be like, "Fuck you, <laughs> I don't want that." Yeah, like, I, tell I me wanna, what to do. I want to work. And I'm going to go hours, kill it. Go home, hang out with my family, right. and like that's it. It's you know? fucking. It's a beautiful. It's almost like Mother Nature has created it this way. Like, not don't let's not fuck with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's such a. It's it is like it's like there there's leaders and then there's followers yeah. and then there's dynamics within that. And f- so. and for me. I had to figure out where I fall in that. Yeah. Right. I'm. I. I know certain things about myself. Like I don't think I'm ever gonna be, um, like a president or prime. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not the type of person that you're. I'm gonna have uh, a thousand people just coming and doing everything that I say. Yeah. You know, that's not. That's not really my my. Uh, my forte but i can have like a small group of people so that's why it works with me training kids for example yeah. or coaching people or things like like i can get like a small group of people and yeah. be like okay this is where this is where we're trying to go towards and let's yeah, let's man. go do that you know yeah. um but i'm uh, but i also realize that i can't be like a follower so i yeah. can i if if i if i see somebody that is trying to go in the direction that i'm that i'm trying to go and yeah. they and they have a better idea than me of how to do that yeah then in that moment i can be like okay i'm gonna follow you but not follow you in the sense like everything you tell me i'm gonna do right it's just like i'm gonna take your take i'm gonna allow you to take the lead and mm-hmm. then i'm gonna find what i can pull out of what you're absolutely what you're teaching that's gonna allow me to get to where i want to go fucking right and i you know? that's good like that's what i hope we do around here mm-hmm. is it's like you go do like We've never ever told you how to do your job here. No. But yet we have these and we're doing it more and more now or trying to where we have like where we can all learn from each other yeah. to try to bolster our effectiveness. Yeah. Right. So like you said, like I, I want to see this business and any business, I think where, you know, if the team grows, everybody. So like you might have a certain skill set where, you know, you're a you're a six out of ten, let's say, just to give it a visual idea. But if that team can keep pushing, so say you're a 6 out of 10 and the leader is a 10 out of 10, well, if we keep expanding and pushing our competency by saying we're not going to be victims of this, we're going to go out and push, 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 Mm -hmm. all of a sudden your 6 out of 10 is where the leader's 10 out of 10 was, and now he's even farther ahead than that. You know what I mean? So it'll push it to the point, and that's what I always 
hope to do here and I hope we can get there where it's if you ever left here you go into another situation and you're like oh fuck I'm so far ahead of these people it's not even funny and I didn't even know it because everybody was so fucking good over there you know what I mean and I want that and I mean that's I think how society needs to work where it's like everybody's pushing so hard to be good and you might be the follower you might be the leader and then you might be everything in between. But if everybody's showing up trying to do their best fucking job for everybody around them and for that, you know, we won't end up with the problems we do. But it's sold to us instead, you know, just sit there and we'll take care of you. It's like, but how good would we be if everybody was trying to fucking be the best follower possible? Yeah. Not being just a follower, being man actually fucking good at it. You know, like I grew up on on a farm and you know i seen other bigger farms where you know you're the grunt when you're a kid but eventually you won't be and you're going to work yourself into this high capacity you see in the oil field all the time but as you grow people around you do as well and this thing just gets bigger and bigger and better and better right but i think we're starting to lose that where we're like no uh see that guy he sucks at everything everybody else has to lower their fucking abilities down to him so that he doesn't feel bad you know, it's like, come on. But anyway. Well, that's the that's the lie that's been being kind of yeah. sold. Like right. you have to, again, you have to make the choice whether you're going to. Because people make excuses just like working out. You can make excuses um, for why you don't want to work out. So uh, example, I, I just got a new client and I was thought and she was explaining to me like the reasons why she hasn't been able to <laughs> work out. Yeah. Right. And she admit and she admitted like she talks herself out of things. Yeah. So, for example, she likes going for walks or a run with her dog. But at a certain time of night, she'll tell herself it's too dark to go out and, right. and walk. Right. So she 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 won't do that. Or before work, she needs to go out and do that. But she doesn't want to get sweaty before she has to go to work. Right. Right. Because then she's going to have to shower and that's going to take more time. So like she finds reasons to not do it. And like that's that's what people do a lot of times. Like they find reasons not to be accountable and not to be great because it's harder. It's harder to to try than it is to do nothing. Oh, for sure. Right. You don't let yourself down. You don't let yourself down. You don't put yourself out. Exactly. Right. It it just feels like, oh, why would I, if I'm comfortable here, why would I ever try to. Human nature is to seek comfort because it's energy sparing. Yeah. Right. Like you got to think about it. Dude, if you and I are in the fucking, you know, middle of fucking the boreal forest in in Saskatchewan, or if we're in the plains of fucking Tanzania, what, What's going to save our ass is not exerting ourselves too far. <laughs> yeah. So what are we going to do? We're going to create bows and arrows and spears and eventually guns and stuff so that we can do better. But yeah. we've gotten, or you know, so that we don't have to die trying to do shit. And we still have that mentality in our brains of conservation of energy. But in today's world, it's completely different. It's like you need to expend energy nowadays because you don't spend any naturally. But we're, we're still stuck in that state. It's the same thing of sugar. It's like, I'm going to eat all this fucking sugar because it's so good. And it's so here's the interesting thing, because we were just saying how it's uh, it, it's almost like nature has created a, a group of people that are like very willing to be followers. And there's only a few people that are leaders. Right. The leaders are usually the people that um, advance things so that it's easier for everyone else. Right. So you. if you're if you own a company 
you had to go through the struggle of building that up. Yeah. But now you have a hundred employees that are able to just come collect the check because yeah. they show up. Right. Yeah, no so sure. just just by virtue of you trying to improve things and make things better, you're you make them easier. You make it make it easier. Dude, you as crazy? a you as a father are trying to make life as easy as possible for your kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because you could you could be like, hey, you know what? You guys are going to yeah. grow up the exact same way that I did. Right. But you don't want that because you're like, man, my life was hard as shit. And yeah. I would rather Don't not see you mistake. have to go yeah. through that. That's crazy. Right? Man. So we're taking away their power to go through. Because yeah. that's the only way that you get better. You have to go through pain. Right? right. That's the only way you get stronger. That's the, that's, that's the concept of working out. Yeah. You have to go through the pain in order Stress, for you to. Stress recovery adaptation. Man. Okay. Yep. So it's if, if we don't allow people to go through that. Dude. It's, and that's just it. It's how do you do it and control it. Like that's why I love. It's, and that's well, why strength it's training. It's weird. Is it's, yeah, it's, strength you, training. Is you give them, and Steve talks about this, you give the minimum effective dose. Yeah. So you work out just hard enough that your body has to adapt to get stronger, yeah. but you don't kill the organism in doing it. Yeah. And that's kind of what, what we, but we don't think of it that way because we're so weird where we just want either complete lack of or complete we access. Want complete, yeah. We want to, we want to be fat one day and then have six packs in it. Exactly. Like we just don't know how to control ourselves. Like that is the human condition is overcoming the self. The fucking mother nature almost gave us this kind of awesome. And what she did was give us a fucking absolute, like the human body is, it's crazy how fucking awesome this thing is. And so is the human mind. But at the same time, it's like, Here's a fucking F-18. Go learn to fly it. It's like, uh, <laughs> but I don't know how. Yeah, I know, right? And that's why, it, like, I think that Mother Nature is this, this sadistic fucking bitch that loves comedy because it's like giving a fucking eight-year-old an F-18 and saying, go fly. Well, and it's like, you know what? That happens to every other organism. Oh, for sure. We're the only, we're the only ones where you get to be a baby for long, <laughs> <laughs> like for really Forever long. Till you're you 50. know, <laughs> like if you are, if you are a bird yeah. and you get born in a yeah. nest. Your mom's only giving you a yeah. little bit of time before get she's like, all right, you need to start it. fucking flying. <laughs> all right. For oh, us, though, oh, man, man, we're going to we're going to give our kids 18 years to grow up. And then even at past that 18 yeah. years, you might be into your 20s and you can still come talk to your parents and say, hey, like, I need a loan or I oh, messed up with this. My, 50, my, 45. my girlfriend yes. just kicked me out. Oh, yeah. I need, I lost yeah. my job and they'll they'll support you, yeah. right? That uh, you, like you said, you could be 40, 50. And yeah. you, you know, there, there are people that um their parents <laughs> have given them the down payment on a house, right? Uh, and they're I'm 30. Just, I'm like, thinking about this whole thing. It's all that's a we're fucking, the only ones. We are everything else in you nature. You don't see like lions where their kid comes back six years later. It's like, oh, dad, I just got kicked out of my pride. It's like, all right, son, and he's like, come oh, here. I, I got a, I, yeah, a piece of steak for yeah, you. Yeah, you like, can go. You can do. You're on bones. You can go clean up bones. To, we'll, we'll build you a job. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dad's like, no, get the fuck yeah, out of here. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. You got born and you're lucky I didn't eat you. Yeah, you, you left because I was going to kill your fucking ass. If you didn't leave here. That's nope. awesome, man. It's so fucking true. But. Yeah, man. So I don't know. We're at like an hour and thirty some minutes. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I didn't even open the podcast. <laughs> oh, we just no. We just started fucking talking. Oh, like I'm gonna have to go back <laughs> after this podcast and be like, uh, "Oh, man. welcome to the War on Weakness." I'm Tanner, and I was gonna talk about working out and shit with Marcus, yeah, but we didn't. We didn't talk about that at so all. <laughs> here's the, here's the music. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to do here's another a bunch one, of uh, sociological, racially point. fucking <laughs> sensitive 
content and uh, see you. Fuck off. Yeah. 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 So, no, well, I, that's I, good, man. That's what you know. Dude. What I like. I've, I've told so many of my friends this back home because I've because I've I always talked to my friends back home and be like, yeah, I work I work at this gym where they always play rock music, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure the guys like borderline racist but he's actually really cool you know? me? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, said and, sure. and that's the thing but but the thing is we've been able to have a really cool <laughs> really cool relationship borderline racist <laughs> it's funny because it's true you know what i mean like we've been able to have some really yeah. cool conversations and it's right. and as much as i'll say like borderline racist is not a, it's not a no it's not a hate thing yeah i'm gonna you know say what shit I mean? here's the thing this is I, i've always wanted to like i think we've had this discussion but see when where I grew up is you were tested every day. Yeah. That's how it worked. As soon as you got into sports, hockey, baseball, all these things, is it's like, so I had red hair. And I'm not going to go into that story, but I mean, that would be the reason to which, and I was really white. So that was a differing, a differentiating trait that I had that would get me, that's how I'd get chirped, okay. right? So, you know, I had a nickname Red, right? When I was, I hated it. But I was like, you know what? If I show that I hate it, I'm fucking soft because yeah. this is just te- this is just a test, and it'll make it worse. It's a group test, and it'll you know what? Yeah. So I grew up in a world where, if there was really no, <clears throat> there was boundaries. Like you didn't go into like too far into stuff. You know, there there is too far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe your dad died when you were eight years old. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like. Hey, fatherless child. Yeah, no, that's a go, go. You know, there's just, there was borders, right? But they were out there pretty far, these borders were. So, I mean, when everybody comes into this area of the world, like, holy fuck, these guys are fucking borderline racist. It's like, well, if you listen to the way we talk, we're fucking way farther than border. border. We are racist if you listen to the way we talk. Mm -hmm. However, we also talk to each other that same way. And, And it's not like, so if I, here's the thing is if I was racist, I would ignore you. Yeah. Because I'd be like, I want nothing to do with this black motherfucker. Yeah. You wouldn't but, let me come into the gym. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be like, like yeah. get the fuck out of here. But what I do then is your ethnicity becomes your defined, like your, your differentiating quality to me. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to poke at that because that's all I've ever done with ever. Like if you come in and you're native, yeah. I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. If you come in and you're fucking. You know, maybe you're Ukrainian with a giant fucking nose. It, I'm not. It's not that I hate Ukrainians. I'm gonna make uh, or hate giant noses, but I'm gonna make fun of your giant nose because that's what's differentiating to you. And if I make fun of it, I'm testing you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what a lot of people get confused with is that people out here are racist. Now there is fucking racist people out oh, here. Oh yeah, 100%. you know, and there is times where I won't lie, where I grew up. There's an Indian or native reserve, whatever you want to call them nowadays, right beside me. And there's some shit that has made me stereotype those people beyond belief. But a lot of it is fucking warranted. And I'm going to just say, like, if it just is. But at the end of the day, I've also met some phenomenal people in that area that are native that are better than white people that I've met. Yeah. So it it doesn't end up being that way. But it, like, we, like, when we talked about when we first met, you looked at me as a fucking like holy fuck because I am everything that reeks of white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I am. And then when I look at you, I'm like a black guy's never walked the fuck in here before, and I've watched the news enough to know I might be getting fucking robbed right now. <laughs> you know? What I mean? See what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're thinking, oh fuck. And that's a weird thing because we're both judging each other. Yeah, but, but that's but, what humans but, do. But you know what a funny thing is, and and. I, Cause I don't want to turn this into a thing where it sounds like I'm making excuses right. for racism either. Yeah. But 
you're you would be the person that if you vocalized what you thought when yeah. you first saw me, yeah, you would be the person that would be considered racist for sure. Whereas, like for me, yeah. it would have been like, oh, I understand why why he feels like yeah. that way about him, right. right? I I will openly admit that what you guys do, we do the same shit. Yeah, <laughs> you oh. th- if you think if you think I was in in Toronto. And I was around all these different. It's a mo- one of the most multicultural cities yeah. in the world. You think that I grew up in that area and I wasn't meeting different groups of people yeah. and chirping them? Absolutely. There's no there like that. This is one of the reasons why I always tell people like when white people will say I don't see color. Yeah, bullshit. I'm like, man, you. That is like one of the most racist Remember statements you can girl say that to that me. Did that one time when we were in here. You know, it's like what the fuck? Like, are you how are you gonna say that? Yeah. Like you're trying to act as if there's no difference between yeah. me and him. Like that's that's like saying you don't recognize sexes. Yeah. You know? And that is actually racist to say that, that because it's virtue racist. signaling. Now you're you're trying to you're trying to act like you have you put everybody into this one box. Yeah, and like that's how you see I'm everyone. So much yeah. more fucking moral than like, you. No, every, like, there are people. Yeah. We have different characteristics, and we we have different boxes. When I was when I was a kid, I was making fun of my friends for different different races all the time. I have a good friend that. He's uh, he's uh, Latin. He's yeah. Spanish, right? And it, and our entire high school, I would call him Chinese because yeah. I was just a little bit like that. And just, I would call him Chinese for everything, right? And when he first and when we first started doing, he would get so mad. Yeah. And but that's now I don't do it, it anymore. Like I don't do it very often anymore yeah. because he just got to a point where he's just like, accepted it. Yeah, Asian. Dude, and then <laughs> and yeah, like, oh, okay, and then just go with it. <laughs> and then we're just going. On. Right? And he'll do the same thing to <sighs> me. He'll make he'll make fun of me for being black right. and exactly you know, living living without my dad when I was a kid or something <laughs> like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> and we just and it, and the thing is, if you if we took it like oh, he's being racist to me, yeah, it, like that's one of my best friends, right? You know, like, you miss out on a best friend. I miss out on a best friend because I'm just sensitive little yeah. flower you know what i mean dude it's so true because it like we need to test people yeah. like we we're testing each other and this is the thing is the the like we're talking about these these i'm not even going to say what i usually say about them but these these more i guess socialist my marxist minded people is they're like i don't see color right and this stuff it's like yeah, you do. We all do. How could you? And not like you said, like you just said. Shit. But here's the thing: is you can see color, you can see all these things. But what we need to do is we should test each other. We should, like, as men especially, because we do it whether we know it or not. Yeah. If you walk in and you're six foot seven, two hundred and eighty fucking pounds, I'm looking at you being like, oh fuck, okay. So this motherfucker's pretty big. If shit goes down, what the fuck am I gonna do here? Yeah, you know. And I think that before. I have a chance to think about what I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I said, when you walk in and see me for the first time, you don't sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to go in and be completely neutral on my stance on race and all this. You're going to walk in and see me and be like, oh, fuck, there's what they talk about when they talk about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what they meant. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. That, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. Googled it and this was the picture, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, but you think that before you, before you even like, so we do that. Like when a, when a deer comes around the corner and sees a wolf, it's not like, Hey, I wonder what his story is. It's like, yeah. holy fuck, there's a fucking wolf. And it runs the other fucking yeah, way. Yeah. It's I because s- it looks different than him. And he's like, ah, shit, this might be dangerous. I don't see different species. Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, species yeah that deer say. sitting there, it's like, I respect your uh, choice to be a wolf. And you have uh, to add the list I, I'd appreciate out. you not fucking <laughs> eating me. And the wolf's like, oh, fuck, you're getting eaten, dude. Yeah, yeah. And it's not my fault. You're stupid. You should have <laughs> ran when you had the fucking chance, right? But that's awesome. 
okay, do we want to talk about it in there or fucking go get some shit done no, today? I think, I, think, I think we're good. You know what? If anything, we might have to do another one. Oh, we will. And like actually get to the, <laughs> get to but, the topic. Yeah, well, this is probably but, what people want to hear. But so this, this was, a, I felt like this was a really good conversation. No, dude, man, so. I love this shit. I mean, it's about time people hear how we talk in here. I mean, and this is pretty fucking PG considering where we usually go with things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I think if anything, people can listen to completely opposite fucking dude. Like you're a fucking black dude from Toronto yeah. and I'm a fucking white dude living in the fucking middle of the bush. Yeah. And yeah, you see, you're from a place where they don't even have a town name. It's the bush. The bush. The yeah, bush. I know. It's the bush. <laughs> it's like, and here's the shitty thing is, is if I say I'm from the bush, people are like, oh yeah, no, you think you know, I get it. Yeah, I know where the uh, bush is. You know, Steve from uh, up in, uh, I'm like, oh yeah, like Steve, like uh, big Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, Big Steve. I'm like, oh yeah, fuck, he's big, eh? Yeah, no shit. You know, like, oh, that guy's fuck. fucking strong. Yeah, but not as strong as Strong Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, fuck, Strong, strong Steve. Steve. Yeah. No, oh, like, fuck. So we talk about it. Everybody, were you in here? We talk about that. Everybody in Lloyd. There's like 1,700 mics. No, I wasn't. And there's was like big mic, little mic, strong mic. Yeah. You know, it's so fucking funny. Yeah. But okay, man, I appreciate it. Was it was good, man. Thanks for having me on. All right. <laughs>